Did you know a U.S. senator was part of your bloodline? Neither did I. But here is a familiar face you may ever so slightly remember. Here is your mother's first cousin, therefore your cousin. These are her final days. You were only four years old when this tragedy happened to her, but she was fairly young herself trying to find her place in the world, only to find out she could no longer stay. A disease had begun to consume her body before her prayer had reached God. The preacher had a dream that God had chosen this girl. She is the daughter of the moon, and therefore very special. Step out of this soul. Step out of this soul. Step out of this body. Step out of this mind. Step out of this scar. Weaverbird Productions presents God Done Open the Sky, an African polymorphous towards bliss. Written by Jerston Ray Sorrell. Directed by Eric Hagen. Starring Bibi Mama and Jerston Ray Sorrell. Who are you? Who are you? Ah, look! Papa done growed up on me, Sha. I remember when you was a little wee boy. You had the fattest cheeks, rolls on each legs for days. You looked just like your papa. We called you Chateau. I remember your daddy said you was going to be a bad man. Your granddaddy on your mama's side could fight. Your granddaddy on your daddy's side could fight. Both men could whoop some butt. Now I say, Chaton, they blood run in you. Deep in you. You look just like your granddaddy. You don't want to be like them? No. Any of them? God say you should never carry hate in your heart, Chaton. Cousin? Cousin, I'm sorry, but why God teach us to love people who harm us? Those men were violent, and they lived long and happy lives while some good people died young. I don't want to be called Chaton anymore. That's an evil man's name. My name is Jerston. Well, look who finally decided to show up. You've been talking to the dead, Jerston. I never get up from this hospital bed. I never hug my sisters and brothers again, never walk into my mother's house, never hold my husband and babies again. But instead, I lie down on my deathbed and I see my mother. My legs had been amputated off. My body was destroying itself. I could speak to her only in my dreams. I wanted to scream, Mama, Mama, help me, I need you. But Mama could not hear me. This time, Mama wasn't able to pick me up like she did in my childhood. So I watched. Silence. I watched. Silence. And you know what else? It almost felt like God was in that room too. A white man came into the room and presented my family with two options. Let her live. She would spend the rest of her life operated by a machine. Or let her go. Go where? To heaven? To hell? 
Nah, not hell. I already seem to be there. Or into darkness. I have no idea where. The doctor did not even look at me. He didn't look at me. I felt like I had no say at all in this. I was deeply afraid of where I might be going because it was unknown to me. My mother was presented with the worst options a parent could have. Then my sister stepped forward, seeing as how my mama couldn't decide. Child, it felt like a light had filled my heart. I was very proud of my sister for her bravery and strength. Until the girl opened her mouth. I watched. Silence. She told the doctor to pull the plug on me. Not only that, but had the nerve to fight my mama, sisters, and brother over the decision. And so, eventually, they agreed. My entire life raced away from me in that one moment. I had no idea if God or the devil would be waiting on the other side for me. So I watched. <laughs> Silence. My brother looked at me and saw tears rolling down my face. I think he knew. He knew I'd done heard everything. But it was time to go. Don't ever let anyone steal your voice away from you, Jerston. Remember, it was my own family who pulled the plug. Last night, I had a dream. The moon glowed brighter than ever. The blue skies no longer existed because the god of the nebulas descended down on Earth. Look right up there. Right above us, the heavenly clouds watched us all. Heavenly clouds that ain't been in this part of the universe since some billion years ago. Sun and planet makers. They were made of shards of dust, sand, and ice. Lord, child, when I saw that, I shouted, Look up, everybody! Look up there, everybody. God went and done opened the sky. Honey, child, and when I tell you spirits started leaving their graves, spirits started leaving their graves, child. I asked God, what is happening? Because something ain't right with this picture here. It seemed to me it was the end of the world, child. The souls waved their final goodbyes as they ascended above us. And right on up there, I saw little old Gabriel waving toward me for me to go and join him. He must be out of his good old and crazy mind to think I'm going up 30 some odd thousand feet in those yellow space clouds. I ain't never left the ground ever before in my life, so why would I need to do that now? Ain't nobody in this family flew before. But Mama used to point to the birds and I would wonder why. And Mama would say sometimes, you gotta jump to fly. Unless you jump out of the nest, you will never soar. Look, honey, I still said to Gabriel, nope. I ain't going way up there in them clouds. But Gabriel persisted and said my body was dying. Disease had done crept up on me and took control of my body. Shit, I didn't want to admit it, but sometimes, Jerson, you got to look at yourself real good up in the mirror. See a lot of these folks walking around here? They ain't right with the truth. You got to look yourself in the mirror and find out who you are. If you ain't right with the truth, that means you're living a lie. There was a man we all used to hear about. His name was Muhammad Ali. He said, A wise man is a man who knows his calling. I looked myself in the mirror. 
The truth is, I was ready for the next stage of my existence. That was hard for me, because home was all your cousin knew. I hadn't accepted that God was calling me to be more than what I was, more than I had perceived myself to be. But I made my peace with my life and loved ones. Your cousin looked way up to them nebulas floating up there in them skies, and child, I took a deep breath, and Lord help me, I say, I'm ready. That's right, God, I heard you, and I'm ready. No more running. I went on up there, way up there in them clouds. <laughs> Gabriel said hello. A trumpet is heard from the skies above as cousin dissipates. Dragonus? Dragonus appears. Where are you taking me next, Dragonus? It's almost morning, kid. What do you mean it's almost morning? The sun is about to rise, and this is the furthest I am allowed to go with you. Day is no place for a dream. We are approaching the edge of the frontier, and I have not the slightest clue on what lies ahead of you. Dragonus, is this goodbye? There comes a time in life when your teachers can no longer teach you. So you go out. Find mentors or do it yourself. Fail. Jurston, this next road you're going to have to take yourself. I can't go, nor do it for you. Where will you go? Is this the last time I will see you? Well, when you put it that way, it sounds just goddamn awful. How about see you later? Okay. This is, see you later then. That's it. Remember what the bloodlines taught you. Prayer, faith, courage, being enough. You had it in you all along. Thank you. The Appaloosa smiles and flies away. Scene 8. The Golden Weaver Bird The sound of a bird pecking the window is heard. Abdallah, a great Cameroonian warrior from the late 1800s, sits at the edge of Jurston's bed as he is asleep. Eh! 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 Get on up from there! Get on up from there! You're going to be late! Huh? Who are you? Who am I? You're late. You're late, I say. And how about them birds? The birds woke me up early this morning. They were whistling outside my window just past those big old Dumbo ears and make a sharp right at the nappy Cameroonian hair. That's right. You got that good kind of hair from my side of the family. And look at here. I don't care what the other bloodlines got to say about that. What is your name? How are we related? You want to know my name? 
My hair grows toward the sun, and my name is Abdallah. Did you hear that music? What music? I didn't hear any music just now. That music sounded like beautiful, 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 beautiful hymns. You know what a lovely thing to hear in the early morning, to wake up to that. Birds? No, not just any kind of bird. This is the Godan weaver bird. They nest in the trees. They beat the sun to the worm, even peck on the windows with their little, little, cute, daddy black beaks. One knocked on my window early this morning, just right past those big old dumbo ears. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You look confused by all of this. Maybe I take a step back. Maybe I wait a second or two. Haven't you heard, brother? Haven't you heard the big news? The sun is coming up. That's right. Sound the alarm. It's a new day of sunshine. But the sun rises every morning. What makes this morning so special? Oh, my goodness. I don't think you understand the importance of this moment. Because it is time to wake up. Today you stand. Today you stand. This morning, Justin Ray Sorrell, you stand. They are calling through the window from the trees. Isn't that cool? They are free. Sounding the morning alarm in late spring. Like it ain't nobody's business. Isn't that a lovely tune to be greeted with so early? Can you be free like that? Huh. And there it is again. You look at me in confusion. Justin, every single morning the sun should see you. See you doing good in this world. Now. What is it going to take for me to get you to stand up right now in this moment? Have you ever woken up one morning and looked to the sky and wondered, what is my role in all of these happenings? Yes, I have too. With that same look, Ivan. I remember that look because I've seen it before in my baby brother's eyes when he fibs to mama. You just know he ain't right with the truth, and maybe that's you. Maybe all of us. That look was in my own eyes the morning we were proselytized in the red-brown water. I did not want to become Christian. I wanted to be a warrior like my father and his father before him. A great warrior who provides food for their children and protection from those colonizers and missionaries who traveled all the way to Africa to save us from ourselves. I was told to reject the beliefs of my ancestors, of my father, of my mother. Have you ever felt betrayal in your heart?
Well, for me, it felt like a flame had boiled my heart in its own blood. I can't recall an experience more stained in my heart and mine more than this one I am about to tell you. The colony of Cameroon, coined by the colonizers from Germany. March 2nd, 1884. I got the fire. The fire. I got the Holy Ghost fire shut up in my bones. It is my 14th birthday. You can see the crust still in my eyes. I woke up and saw a demon. The Holy Ghost fire shut up in my bones. A leafy demon with two flaming blades had crept in like a thief in the night and stood in a corner within my father's house and shouted, Abdallah! It awoke in me like a thunderclap from God. Abdallah! Did you live? I remember that alarm felt like the world was both alive and asleep, all in one moment followed by a silence that couldn't be more criminal. Why, do you ask, if Abdallah lived? I am alive now, I live now, I proclaimed to the demon, and despite my confidence, continued to ask the question if I had lived. And therefore, for the very first time in my life, I pondered upon the question of what does it even mean to be alive? Are you living, Justin, or are you just surviving? I don't know. Let's continue to observe this boy. The demon suggested I had awoken to a house made empty of my people. Mother had been gone, sister had been gone, brother gone. I stepped out of the hut and found a missionary. The spirit of my father, who was a militant man, stood behind me and so did all of my ancestors. Why is everyone leaving? I asked him, and he said nothing, just silence. The morning dew still fresh on the leaves, and so was blood. The priest looked at me and proclaimed, Repent! Repent for your sins! Be rid of savage behavior, for the Lord thy God cometh in the morning. I got the Holy Ghost fire shut up in my bones. Above us, I saw the golden weaver bird that Mama once told me could build a nest in a single day. Gets up in the early wee hours of the morning, sing and build a nest. She compared these birds to a warrior because they were always ready, always ready to protect their family. A warrior does not survive a warrior takes care of his family, the single most important job in his life. Before God, before father, before mother. Around us, I saw the spirits of my ancestors now in numbers, 
giving love and comfort to me. Feeling their presence over my skin, I knew it was going to be a day I would remember for the rest of my life. My captors led the way, as hundreds of celestials followed us. They took me to a lake, where everyone I knew from the village were gathered being baptized by the missionaries. I walked closer to the lake. My father whispered, Are you your father's son? Appalled? I didn't answer him, and he persisted. Are you your father's son? 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 We got nearer and nearer, and as I peered over the lake, I couldn't help but wonder, where was God in all of this? Are you your father's son? 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 I went into the brown water. I got the Holy Ghost fire shut up in my bones. The priest proclaimed, Repent! Repent for your sins! Be rid of savage behavior, for the Lord thy God cometh in the morning. The demon asked, Abdallah, did you live? Papa asked, Are you your father's son? The priest proclaimed, Repent! Repent for your sins. Be rid of savage behavior, for the Lord thy God cometh in the morning. He dunked me into the lake, and as I descended into the brown water, I thought about how the white men with guns were afraid of me. But really, it was I who were afraid of them. Every step to this lake was taken with extreme care and gentleness because I was afraid they may shoot me. I thought about how they called me savage, but looking around, they erased our language, our traditions, and enslaved us. Who are they? Who are the savages? I thought about my mother. Sister, father, brother. I knew they were with me wherever I went. And when I ascended from the water, the spirits were all gone. And so were the voices. Stand up, Justin. Are you a warrior? Are you a warrior before God? Before father? Before mother? Justin gets up off his knees. After a moment, he smiles. 
The sun is coming up. Blackout. End of play. This performance was made possible through the generous support of the William Mail Foundation. Thank you for listening to this presentation of God Didn't Open the Sky from Weaver Bird Productions. God Didn't Open the Sky was written and produced by Jerston Ray Sorrell, directed, produced, and edited by Eric Hagen, and performed by Jerston Ray Sorrell and BB Mama. If you like what you hear, please share with family and friends and leave us a note in the comments. Thank you again for listening. We appreciate you.